This podcast is for the sales professionals at every level. If you want to convert more prospects into paying customers, then you're in the right place. Because Joe has spent the last three decades mastering buying behaviors, personality types, emotional and logical triggers. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. Everybody, welcome to War Game Wednesday. Joe Ingram, I'll be hosting today, like every week. So I want to say uh, I'm really glad to see all, all these familiar faces jumping back on. And for those of you on the podcast, I thank you so much for taking the time to uh, expand your knowledge on sales. So I wanted to talk today um, something a little different than all of the steps that we've been getting going through with all of the guests that come in and everything was all about the practicality of sales. What do I do step by step? Right. And that's what we've been learning going up and going into this with Craig last week with the seven C's and all of the data that came through that. Right. So what I want to do is I want to stop. I want to make today a little bit more interactive than what we've been doing before um, because it's going to be me. I'm going to actually just start talking to you and say, let's, let's break down. One of the things that, um, I want to I want to go out and ask everybody that's on the call is how would you define yourself? Okay, so I put out here that uh, we're talking about identity today and how to play it play how it plays into your success. So what I want to do is ask, right, if I asked you to define yourself, I want to know what your answer is. Yes, Karen, that's exactly what happened when I wrote out the question too. I went, that's going to get ugly. Yeah, and I was that was my own internal representation. But so what I want to do is I want to I want to say where we're at and I want to project ourselves forward and understand how we're going to become better at selling based on who our identity tells us we are. So I just finished this book. I'm going to throw it up here for you guys so you guys can see it, but um Psycho Cybernetics. Okay, in the Psycho-Cybernetic book itself, it's in the chat if you wanted to see it. For anybody that's out in Facebook world, I threw it up there for you as well. But by a show of hands, anybody here have Amazon account? All right, so that's everybody. So can I suggest to you that you get, Luigi's not about it. It's not about that life. Yeah, Luigi goes stands in line at Costco. He's one of those few people that goes and gets his gas at Costco. See, yeah. look, right there, right there. How did That's it pop up like that? Okay. That's commitment. So, so just basic stuff. When you look at it, the, the book itself explains, yes, Brian, that's how I listen to it too. I have an hour left. So I'm almost in, through that book. It's, it's forever and a day to go through it. But when you go through this book, he explains all of these different things. Gladys on Facebook says, I have that book. Yes, I like it. Mike Phillips is here. Greg is here. The love. I appreciate y'all. So when you look at this, right? So if those of you that raised your hand and said you had Amazon, in your browser, type smile.amazon.com. Okay. So smile.amazon.com is Amazon. Only part of every dollar you spend, you get to dedicate to the charity you want it to go to. 
So you can buy your stuff, put your subscriptions in, but it'll go to whatever charitable organization you want. And you know what? They get enough of my money. They can send some to other people too. And I'll write that off on my taxes. But so looking at this, right? I want to I want to back up. So I want to go out and I'm going to start with uh, with Frank because it looks like he's not muted. But how would you define yourself to the group? So again, this is, it's a group of people. We all somewhat know each other, but the answer is going to be more of how would you define yourself? Uh, a man of integrity uh, and someone with uh, compassion. Fantastic. Miss Karen Toddy, what would you describe yourself as? It's always fun watching the facial expressions while she tries to find the meat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to figure that out. I like, I... I don't know. Come back to me. Is that sure? Enough? Sure. I mean, Frank set the bar pretty high. He threw it up there with, you know, he went totally existential with it, right? Because we're going to come back. But Brian Galke, what is it? How do you describe yourself? I'm an introverted extrovert. I like that as well. Stacy Short, Bubbles on the other end of the thing there. Um, I am an extroverted extrovert. <laughs> um, empathetic, compassionate, and curious. Curious, fantastic. Greg, how do you describe yourself besides hiding in the dark, which I'm very envious of right now? Um, helpful to others, driven, ever-growing, and ever-learning on a daily basis. Fantastic. Luigi, you still with me? Are you eating? There you go. I'm just checking on you, bro. So how would you describe yourself, Luigi? I'm a complete extrovert, a clown adjuster, humble yet smart. That's fantastic. I never know if you're going to end or not. Your spaces are the same. I'm more than a pretty face. <laughs> nice. Nice. It's, you're just more than eye candy. I get it. I get yes. it. Osias, welcome. I don't want to ask you because then you have to figure out how to unmute. So you can just, just wave at Osias. I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, did you? All right, Osias, how do you just how do you define yourself? Conservative, that's what boring, yeah. focused, hardworking, consistent. That's about it. <laughs> okay, fantastic. I'm in agreement. Mike Phillips, how would you describe yourself? Oh, I got to bring my mic over. I, uh, are sorry, I was, I was eating. I didn't want to be eating on your stream. You know what like I mean? Like Luigi. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I learned from watching him what not to do. So <laughs> I, I, um, <laughs> Hey Luigi. Hey, uh, I would say I am extroverted. What's that? That escalated quickly. Yep. Uh, I would say extroverted, uh, relatively humble, kind, good leader, uh, good mentor. Fantastic. Gabe, how about yourself? How do you describe yourself? I would say hard worker, uh, approachable, easy to talk to, good listener. Fantastic. Karen Toddy, we're back to you because otherwise I have to go through all these people on Facebook and we know that's going to get ugly. All Everybody right, has sorry. to type. Yeah. For a sec, my phone rang. Um, I'd say a complicated introvert with a desire to be an extrovert resource to my buyers. Fantastic. Okay. So Karen brought up part of her when she defined herself as to be more of a person 
in service of others to her buyers. Did you catch the qualification at the end there? Right. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to be this person for the buyers is where she was at. So for me, when I sit down and I go, okay, I'm going to define myself. I define myself as a husband, a father, okay, and a sales authority. That's what I tell people. Now, everything else that we defined ourselves with, right, are all pieces of a puzzle. So if you were the, the introverted extrovert, that's great. Is that something that will help you to accomplish what your, what your goals are? Right? Because a lot of what we're throwing out is here's characteristics that I have. And these characteristics that I have, um, that I, I define myself with, isn't somebody who is a, because nobody said I'm a winner. Right? We do have Mike Phillips came in and said I'm a leader. Right? And that should be it. because That's a, The winner's assumed, man. It's yes. assumed. Because <laughs> we're on the call. It makes sense. Ken Walls, welcome to you out on Facebook. Karen Toddy, he said you're amazing. Ken, the little little bromance is going on with you two. Like, what's going on? She's gonna come over. Ken's my brother. I love him. Stop. Stop. Okay. But if you look at it, Scott Ricard, how are you? I what I want you guys to do is start defining yourself in an end context, not as a peace context. So it we're we are the sum of all the pieces, but it adds up to so much more. So for me, when I looked at it and I said, well, I'm a husband and a father. I didn't say I'm a father and a husband. Does that make sense? There's a difference in how I threw it out there. So I threw out that I'm a husband first because the relationship has to be with your significant other. And the more solid that is with your significant other, then the children learn that same lesson. Okay. And so if I say I'm a father first, then I should be either a single father. Okay. Or, or, or the fact is that I'm now placing children above my spouse and significant other. So I don't want to do that. So I want to put myself in that capacity. If I can interject here, Joe, um, you are defining yourself by your actual labels, not who Joe is. So, being a father, being a, a husband, being, the, the, you know, a, a worker, a, a leader, a boss, those are actually all labels of who you are, the roles you take on. Correct. Who you are as a person is an extrovert, um, you know, a curious person, um, somebody who loves reading books, who enjoys boating, I mean, walking, whatever it is. There are actions that you enjoy of who they make up of you, not the labels and the hats that you wear. So you people, forgot please. Existential well, badass when you're talking about Joe. You forgot true. Existential. Right. That's, that's a true existential badass. Stacey, we we forgot Bacon Hunter as well. Bacon but Hunter. No. And I do, He's on a roll, though. Drop the mic. And what I'm telling you is that that's because when I sit down and say I'm going to define myself, that's how I choose to do it. And what I'm saying is that everybody is is not giving the label. Nobody was giving themselves as a whole. Everybody was saying, "Here's here's three pieces of me, here's two pieces of me," and none of the none of the little pieces by themselves are going to matter, right? And I want to say, let's define ourselves at a larger level. That's what I wanted. That's the whole point of it because you gave me something. But if we looked out and said, "Let's just grab Beyonce," okay. 
So Beyonce had to see herself much larger than she was at the time she started singing, right? And she could sit down and go, well, I'm nice, I'm sweet, right? Um, I'm driven, I'm all these different things. But instead, what she said was, I'm going to be the best at this, right? When you said define yourself, she says, I'm a rock star trapped in this body. Do you see what I'm saying? And that, again, is rock star label? Yes. But her answer was, I'm going to impact the world, but you need a label that will help you to impact the world. And when you look and you listen to a lot of the stuff that, that was said outward, none of it was helping to define us in the world of sales. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I just want to make sure that, you know, people understand and are very careful about the, the hats that they wear versus who they are. Because in my practice as a life coach and my own experience, I see women get so lost in the labels and they define themselves by the labels in the hats. But if I put you, Joe, on a, an island and it was literally just you, so you had no access to your children, you had no NADA, you had no BDC, you had none of that. What is left is truly who you are not the labels that you wear, not the hat or the labels that define you, not the hats that you wear. So please, you guys, when you're doing this, take all of those off because yes, it, it might be part of what defines you, but it is definitely not who you are if you are on an island unto yourself and had none of those hats to wear. So that's just a, that was a huge lesson for me to learn. And I continue to help women do that in their, in their life now. Fantastic. And as a man, I can't understand that. So I'm joking. <laughs> so Joe, um, why does he want to send you to an island on your own, man? I thought you was I don't I don't understand because I'm gonna go to the island, right? And I typically get voted off. So if I'm there already, can I stay? Right? If I'm by myself, it's gonna go that direction. So what I would like you guys to do right now is that if I were to say, imagine your most successful self. Okay. It's something we got to play with in our head. A lot of times what happens is we tell people the only time we ever stop to dream and focus on who we would want to be is when the lotto numbers get really high, right? The lotto numbers get really high and we go, Hmm, should I go spend five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks and drop it on a ticket? Right. Should I go buy those? And then you go, well, if I won, it would be, Right. And now we start going out and now we start actually getting to that point where we're kids and we start defining more of what it is. But you know what? You would be that lottery winner that did this. Right. That's who you would then start to say is me. But if I said, OK, great. How what do you have to be to get to that success pinnacle that you guys are sitting at? Right. That you want to say, this is where I'm at. Okay. I was lucky enough yesterday, a buddy of mine, who's very, very successful. We went to lunch at the cut, of course. And then we came back to my office and sat down and it was one of these possibility situations. The answer was, what can we do together to make money? And then what can we do to make an impact once the money is satisfied? Does that make sense? So there was two outputs we were looking for. And as I sat there, I was like, well, based on the labels and what I define myself as, I wasn't that person yet that could deliver that. 
So I have to set that goal and define what I need to do, which means I went, oh, let me go back and start reading books again. Let me go grab another book. Let me grab the same book that I hadn't finished and let me start listening to it again. And as I went into the Psycho-Cybernetics book, as I went through and I listened to it because I changed, right? We all know Joe has a weird way of reading books with his little, little cards and all the stuff that he does, but you're different. And I will tell you from the chapter before and to the chapter I'm on now, I've shifted because my focus has shifted and my identity had to shift to go into a different direction. So that's why I say define yourself. There's no right or wrong answer. It's just simply I'm giving you feedback onto what it is you said. But now I'm going to ask you what you defined yourself as. Will that help you to get to the end state of who you want to be? And ultimately, do you see how your identity is going to impact your ability to sell? Right? So when we define ourselves and say, I'm an introvert, Okay, by definition, it means you're not going to be the person on stage or the person who's out there being extroverted. Okay, if you're an extrovert, your answer is the one-on-one stuff, if I'm not talking, is really difficult. Okay, and so then you stop and say, well, where are you going to sell from stage if you're an extrovert? So now I got to go set up everything to make sure I can be, have as many people looking at me as possible or get big group meetings to do, right? Is that something that I can actually sit down and do? That's what you have to stop and ask yourself. And it's going to help you with your direction and what your focus is. Okay. So what I want to do is I want to give you a couple things that I believe will help you to actually get yourself geared up in the right direction and how to get yourself focused. Okay. So in reading from the book, if you read it from the book, you may get the same things I did. You may get different. But when I look at it and I say, okay, let's sit down. One of the things that hit me the most when I went through what do I have to do was a 30-minute unplug every day. 30 minutes unplug from what you're working on, right? It's not about let me shovel food down while I'm trying to finish a spreadsheet. It's not about I got to make five more calls that I could do in 30 minutes. The answer is can you disconnect from everything for 30 minutes? All right. And that's all we want you to do is unplug for 30 minutes. What you need is the reset. And we tend to keep running ourselves on on empty and forget that we need to recharge it. And even if you're an extrovert, it's not go sit in the park so everybody can see you because then you're going to try talking to everybody, Stacy. Right. And then you look at it and go, okay, because Stacy can walk around and talk about islands and stuff to strangers. And they're going to be like, what is going on with this, Jake? Right. But when you stop and realize, hey, I need to stop and take 30 minutes for me, just for me, okay? Lock yourself in the car, but with the windows down, right? You're more valuable than a dog, come on, okay? And then if we stop and look at it and say, okay, great, how can I be better at what I do? How can I sit down for 30 minutes and just allow my head to think about what it wants to think about? What if you spent 30 minutes and then dreamed what the rest of your day was going to look like? Right. And dreams, one of those woo woo words, right? You can say, what can I focus on <laughs> to, to get myself there? If you're like me and you're more analytical, but as you get older, I've been going the, ro- the right way into the woo woo stuff. Right. And so if we look, can we all agree, right? If you are at the pinnacle of your success and you have nothing left to do, go ahead and raise your hand. 
Okay, so we're gonna say, if you, if you noticed, nobody did raise their hand. So we all believe there's something better. We all believe that there is more for us to go after. So I wanna play the what if game right now. Okay, so what if, right? I'm gonna look at it now, again, cause this will be a gut check moment as we go. So I'm gonna pick on Frank first cause he's the left person on my screen, right? So Frank, what if every house in your pipeline sold. What would happen? Ord man and I would need a new pipeline. <laughs> you would, but what would that change in your life? Uh, drastically change, change my mindset, uh, change my confidence level, change my bank account. Um, it would uh, change my, it would change my circle um, as well. So I would, uh, I would have a different reputation, everything. Okay. So also understand guys, if you have been slacking on your pipeline, that may not change anything. Does that make sense? If I got one house in my pipeline and then I go, okay, what's gonna happen? That's here. So if I look and I say, okay, Stacy, to you, what if every woman that watched an Instagram live from you, what if they resonated with you and signed up to say, I need you to help coach me? What would that be I like? would be able to uh, work from home, travel, ha own a house, um, whoops, sorry, be debt-free, um, and impact thousands. Okay. So, but again, my question to you is, has either one of you stopped and said, what is, the, what is this? Is this a possibility? Right. Yeah, I absolutely try to manifest. Um, not every day, like you're talking about, but right. you know, a couple I times a absolutes. month. I did absolutes. I did absolutes. I said, what if every single woman that was there? And the reason I mean, I'm doing that is because is it going to happen as... Absolute? No, absolutely not. Right? But uh, our brain does that. Our brain says, absolutely not. It's not going to happen. And then our brain goes, and then, so now I've taken 100% and I go maybe it's possibly 50. And then my brain goes, well, maybe 50% of the 50. Right. And it's like, right. so it the, rationalizes down, we, down, down. Yeah. Down, we down. get to the point where we rationalize everything out of our existence or out of our believability, which then goes back to defining myself as less than what it was the person that could deliver that that's there. Where yeah, if absolutely. you look at it, right. I'm going to go back to Beyonce because her song, that, that one song she has, right, that I was, I, I was here, that song is, is my jam. That's the one that says it. She's like, look at the legacy I've left, right? And all I want to know is when I leave, everybody knows I was here. And so when I look at that, to say that, to say I want to be the largest star in the world, right? Everybody goes up and gets knocked off and comes down, but you have to see yourself in that capacity first, and you aren't deserved of that at the time you're defining yourself and as you're not going forward. So the answer is, right, I can make an impact with every person that watches my videos. I will tell you, based on all of my direct messages, all of the stuff that comes up, yes, I make an impact. It ain't always the positive one, right? I get a lot of hate mail coming back and forth. I'm okay with that. It doesn't bother me. But again, I have no issue with throwing it out there. Luigi, what if every single prospect that you sent a proposal to in the last two years said yes? What would be that different? Would be very nice. It would be very nice, and you'd still be sexy. 
Always. Irrespective yes. of if they say yes or no, that's not going to change. Right. So my question to you, are we going into it? So again, Luigi, is there, is there people you could have sent proposals to that you didn't? Is there phone calls you could have made to prospect better? Probably, yeah. There are more people you could have put into a pipeline, right? And so do you see what I'm saying? That we're not, we're not moving forward every day in the assumption of 100% closing. Because if I told you, if I looked over and said, Colonel, every single person you talk to over the next two weeks will say yes. So what would that change in your overall prospecting? He would stay muted because that's how he rolls. You're muted. Yeah. Yeah, so get a drink. Come on. There he is. His mouth is moving still, but he said, I can't hear him. But I'll say, Jaime says, I would go out and prospect way more. I would yeah. go out and talk With to his accent. Yeah, you talk to twice as many people. Well, wouldn't you talk to as many people as you possibly could? Like till you were like physically exhausted at night? You were like, I can't, I can't talk anymore. I've lost my voice. I'm so busy going out after those people. But yet, because we don't foresee a, a desirable outcome, which is impossible because we've been told this for so many times, right? My answer is, what if? What if everybody, everybody you talked to today said yes? How many more people would you call today? Okay, you <laughs> call everybody, Stacy. I call everybody, right? Go through, go through your cell phone and see how many contacts you are, right? I've, I've done direct marketing before. I've, I've, I've done it with a lot of the groups where they come in, they go write down 100 people that you know, and everybody goes, I don't know. And I was the first person who went to my phone and go, I have 4,000 contacts in my phone. And I'm gonna sit in this office with you and go, I don't have 100 people I know. I'm like, come on, be real. Right. I don't have a hundred people I can go to dinner with. Right. Cause that's an expensive dinner. But so Karen, how many more people would you talk to today? If you had a chance to know that everything was a hundred percent. At least another 15, 20, 30. Okay. Brian, what if every person who found out magically that you have a course, right? <laughs> signed up. <laughs> be pretty amazing. Right. Exactly. But again, guys, if you stop and realize, I, I, I want you to understand, I became an entrepreneur at, I, because I was forced to, right? I was an employee and got really tired of being screwed over, right? When they all of a sudden go, hey, your job, we can give to someone else. Hey, your job. The, and I'm like, wow, it can, it can change so quickly. So that forced me at one point to go, I'm going to be in charge of me. Okay. You know, that's a blessing and a curse in and of itself. Cause I'm in charge of me. Who can give me the day off? Me. Right. Who's given me the day off way too many times? Me. Right. If I was an employee, I'd be an attendance problem. So I have to look at it and say, okay, I need to find who, who I am. Now, when you guys say I'm, I'm hardworking, I'm this, I'm that, I understand that, but that's usually in context. When I work, I'm hardworking. When I do things, I give it my all. 
Okay. But we all can say we're sitting on the couch and I'm not hardworking. I don't work hard at, you know, eating popcorn. But that's what I say is that, what are you going to do, bro? You do. I know you're committed. Yes. So what I want you guys to do is I'm saying right now, you're going to write down 30 minutes a day. I'm going to unplug from myself. Okay. Give yourself that reset during the day. Okay. Part of that, I want you to stop, start playing that what if game. Okay. What if everybody I talked to, right? What if everybody I talked to did this? What if I went out and I actually sold this and this? What if I was able to get this? Okay. What if Jaime joined a, a real estate organization that loved his 3D images of the, the homes and stuff, and he got 50 phone calls today to say, let's rock and roll. I'd have to employ more people. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. Yes. Right. You'd have to employ more people, which then guys, remember when you do really, really well, the people around you do really, really well. Right. You lift up everybody. Okay. I sit back all the time. I, I, again, they say, don't compare yourself. I'm like, Nope, I'm going to compare myself. I'm sure as heck going to compare myself to other people. I'm going to sit down and say, who's doing this? Who's doing this? but I'm comparing to say, is my work ethic match theirs? If not, I shouldn't expect to get what they got, right? I don't say I'm less than that person. I could definitely say that my activities are less than them. And that's what's gonna push me to go forward because I wanna make the money, okay? So looking at that. So I'm gonna give you something that was, uh, it's a little spin on uh, Nicholas Tesla's theories on the three, six, nine. And I want you guys, this is what we're going to do for the next 21 days. How many days? 21. 21. Thank you. So in the next 21 days, Spanish speaking people. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. So when you look at this, right, we're going to go out there. It's the every day for 21 days. What I want you to do is pick one goal that you have, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I just read Ken Walls said, if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. So that's the what if game he was playing. What if? He was, yes. He was the I went the wrong game. way with Ken on the what ifs. Yes. So, but you know what? We love Ken. Hey, it's 2020. Ken, Ken has some issues with aunts and uncles, evidently, right? Counseling. Counseling will help. But if we look at this and I say every day, so pick one goal for the next 21 days. Make it a pretty big goal that you want to accomplish. Okay. Make it something you have to stretch for. Because I don't want something that you can do. You just have been slacking. I want it to be a big stretch goal, okay? So I want you to write down that stretch goal. And every morning when you wake up, I want you to write it out three times. So have your piece of paper, just write it out three times, okay? In the afternoon, I want you to write it out six times. Same goal. So three, six, what do you think the evening's gonna be? Nine, three, six, nine, from the windows to the walls. No. Okay. So in the evening, I want you, before you go to bed, I want you to write out nine times. Okay. So for 21 days, you're going to sit down and say in the morning, here's, here's the goal I want to accomplish. There's three of them. Three times I wrote it. Six times in the afternoon, nine times in the evening. So on three, six, nine, we're going to do that for 21 days. And then we're going to ask you what the heck happened. Okay. If you want, email me your goal. 
I think you all got my email, Joe at Ingram Interactive. So that's what I want you to do. My great comment, which is the rising tide raises all ships. So it's up to you to be the tide. It's not about you standing in the harbor waiting for something to happen, right? It's about you jumping in there saying, I'm going to be better. I'm going to do this. Okay. Bro, same, same goal, right? Over and over. Same goal. You're going to write it. You're going to write it down and you're going to go, okay, so today I've written it out 18 times or yeah, is that it? 17 times, 17 times a day we're writing it, but it's three in the morning, six in the afternoon. Okay. Nine in the evening. We're going to write that out. It's 18. Huh? That's not your strong suit, but it's 18. No. Is it? Yeah, so, so sad. I was like, wow, I did it in my head. I should have trusted myself in the beginning. I do I know. know that it's $4 a month. So, so right. he just gave some of you guys a buy or any of us a buy, right? Three times in the morning, six in the afternoon, eight or nine in the evening. If you yeah, remember, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, do it as a nine. Yes. A bonus. Put a bonus. And over and over. You did yes. Good. 18. Like I said, the first time and it's recorded. So I can totally prove I said it the first time. Yes. Before I doubted myself. Yeah. That's how I define myself. Well, a lot of doubt. No. So, but does this make sense? Does everybody have their goal? Everybody know what they're going to do? I don't want you guys coming back later going, oh, right. So if I was Gabe and Gabe's going to go sell cars and he says, I've never hit 30 cars. I want him to say, I'm going to sell 30 cars this month. And he's just going to simply start clocking and he's going to start writing that out because all I want to do is trigger, trigger your reticular activator in your unconscious mind to say, this is where we're going because we're not doing it daily. I'll tell you right now, I know we're not doing it daily. We sit down and say, I'm going to set monthly goals. I have a coaching client of mine. <laughs> I love you, Ken Walls. In which time zone should you do it? That was his question, right? I would, I would suggest your time zone. That would be beautiful. But I have a client of mine who says, um, I only do 90-day goals because I know how to do 90-day goals. And I'm like, great. You know what a monthly goal is? One-third of the 90 it's really that easy. If we're going to do monthly coaching, then I'm going to need to do to, to track you with where are you going with that? But I'm really good at 90 day goals. I'm like, okay, fine. What are you doing? Doing everything in the last 10 days, right? It's always going to be, it's going to be something that's internal to you. And I want to trigger our brain to do what it is. So 30 day min, 30 minutes a day unplugged. Okay. Play your what if game. That's there, and we're gonna go daily 369 of our goal, okay? Any questions of me? Anything else you need? Anybody got a question that you can say, Joe, how do I do this? And we'll say, do this. I do agree, Mike Phillips, everybody should use Pacific time because it's my time zone. So it's all there. Fantastic, guys, 2.35, I'm five minutes early from my ideal goal time of getting done. So I want to say thank you so much for tuning into War Games. We look forward to seeing you next week. And everybody, go sell something. Sell something. <laughs> Peace, love, and soul. Bye, guys. Go thank you, sell something. Thank you so much. We'll see you later. Bye, Jonathan. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. Educated.